My next guest is an anchor for the NFL Network. Well, a recurring guest. I want to welcome back on Mr. Mike Gam. Mike, how's everything going for you? Uh, doing great, man. Always appreciate the invite. Uh, I know it's been a hot minute since you and I have been able to connect. So glad we get to talk a little bit about what's happening in the league uh, around Absolutely. now. It's awesome time of the year. So are you ba- still based in the Bay Area or are you finally in L.A.? Uh, no. Well, yes, yeah, still in the Bay Area, uh, but not for long. So uh, on the move and actually trying to coordinate. And I think that's probably why you and I have been able to connect uh, more recently, just sort of coordinating a move and doing the whole deal. So uh, the real life stuff sometimes gets in the way, but uh, looking forward to some opportunities down in Los yeah. Angeles. That's awesome. Have you, have you been to the new uh the new facility they have? No, you know, it's actually really interesting. I had, um, you know, just kind of in the COVID era, because that's when I got hired by NFL Network. And what's sort of fascinating about it is I have spent like 99.99999% of my time either in front of my computer that they sent me or heading down to um, Santa Clara to cover some Niner stuff. And there were some shifts that they needed me down in studio, sort of like as standby. Um, during training camps, I would, I was down in Culver city, which is where their original studios or their older studios were and never went on air. I mean, literally two or three days just on the set, not doing one thing on air, which is kind of crazy, but, uh, I'm glad I experienced that because everyone told me like, it's like driving like a normal person, Toyota car, for example, and the new studios is like a Ferrari. So it's right uh, next to SoFi, right? I mean, literally like, I mean, adjacent right next awesome. door, you know, from what I understand, like 25, 30, 50 yards away. So it's, it's pretty, it's, it's close. It's close. What, what have you been thinking of the Niners season? Obviously hasn't gone as, as well as people expected. <sighs> you know, you know, what's kind of fascinating about what's happened to the Niners. It's the injury bug that continues to bite them and has been going on now for a while. Um, you know, it's just crazy to me. Obviously, they got George Kittle back the other week, but, you know, him in and out of the lineup, issues on the offensive line. We saw Trey Lance getting uh, some burn as a starter when Jimmy got hurt. I can't, I don't know what to make of, of that aspect. To me, it's weird. It's a violent sport. Guys get hurt. It just feels like the Niners injuries happen more than everyone else. Yeah. So overarching theme, like that's obviously an issue for this team, but uh, you know, look, it's, it's been disappointing. It's going to be a tough matchup for them Monday night. They obviously have the Rams. There's a lot of buzz around Odell. And um, I actually would be even surprised how much he actually plays in that yeah. game. I actually thought the timing was, was pretty good from this standpoint, right? Like he might not um, get out on the field on Monday night against the Niners, but if I'm not mistaken, they have a buy and then they got the Packers on the back end. So I just figured, hell, like let this guy, you know, get, a hold of that playbook, figure things out. I'd be surprised if he's got a huge impact on Monday night um, or even plays. But that said, um, getting back to your original question, man, I hope the Niners figure it out. Um, there's there's a lot of positive things that have happened over the last couple of years outside of the injuries that makes you feel optimistic for this organization, Trey Lance and the flashes that he's shown when he's out there. Debo's as good as it gets. Um, I'm a little... I. A little disappointed by what we've seen from Brandon Ayuk. I, I, I had a feeling you're going to bring that up. Yeah. Cause yeah, he's, sometimes you're like, Oh, he's, he's incredible. And other times you're like, yeah. what the hell is he doing? Yeah, no, I mean, hundred percent. And this is a guy I got to know a little bit when he was at ASU and, and thought he was just an absolute monster. Um, you know, I, actually one of my good buddies uh, who I worked with at Pac-12 network before I was at NFL network, Curtis Conway and Curtis and I would, uh, we were down at ASU um, a while ago, and I remember him telling me that he felt like Debo would have a better career than Nikhil Harry. And these two dudes, physical specimens and the whole thing. And 
Um, Ayuk has had some great moments. Saw it, you know, in, in that rookie season without even having the benefit of a normal training camp and the things that come in a non-COVID era. And here it is, just some ups and downs for him. Um, it's been a little disappointing, but I still think he's, he's a great athlete and a guy that's going to be able to figure it out. What do you think of Elijah Mitchell just outshining Trey Sermon? You get this nobody coming up on a Buckeye and Elijah Mitchell looks like it's his backfield. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and look, I mean, that scheme and, and what they've been able to run and, and what he's known for uh, schematically, like you see guys have success um, coming out of that backfield. I still think, you know, like the, the speed is, is something for me, at least, um, you know, with Raheem, I mean, that's kind of like what his deal was like as fast as they come uh, in the league. So I, I wouldn't say overly surprised, but once again, like we're talking about um, issues on the offensive line, another guy goes down um, at the guard. They lost so, McGlinchey. McGlinchey's out of the year. So that yeah. So like that's just another factor now. I, I think in the mix that that could be uh, just another issue that compounds some of the problems that we've seen from the Niners so far this season. Were you surprised that Colt McCoy put on a show against them on Sunday? Oh my God! You know, if this was any other year, I'd say yes. But in the year of what I would classify as the backup quarterback, no. No, like that's just kind of like par for the course. And then, oh, by the way, the backup to the backup, if you want to talk about Josh Johnson in New York, like even that dude had some really good moments on yeah. the field as well. So not overly surprised. I think what's disappointing about that, and it's, you know, Zach, it's a good call by you because like the Niners, like that's a golden opportunity, right? Like you're, you're playing a team that's supremely talented. That is I don't down. think Hopkins played either. They don't have anything Hop, of anybody. They didn't have Connor. Connor. And, they didn't Connor. Have, and I know it's, it's, it really is. It's remarkable. Um, and I think it's a testament to what that organization has been able to build in like two minutes. I mean, in a very short period of time, think about this turnaround. Uh, it's part of the reason why I put Kyler Murray and like we're talking about his team getting one without him. But the point is, like, I think he's still in that MVP conversation uh, as well. But you're 100 percent right, man. Like this has been a team. Um, that has shown like a lot of moxie. I felt like we've all been waiting for that other shoe to fall off. Um, and that was going to be another prime example as the fire. I don't know if you can hear the fire yeah, a little uh, bit. trucks uh, going past my apartment right now in downtown San Francisco. But um, you know, we were kind of waiting for the other shoe to fall off with this football team. And you figured, all right, like, you know, maybe it happens again uh, against the Niners. They had lost that game and it was a tight one against the Packers uh, the week before, but they weren't going to let that, that, uh, that loss affect them even without their two best players. And looking at the Rams, obviously very disappointing loss to a Titans team on Sunday that didn't have their key focal point. Derek Henry go, they'd go out. I think Von Miller's expected to play Monday night and you've got Beckham. We don't know if he's going to play that right there. If somehow San Fran turns the tables, do you think that could get their season jump started, Or do you think the Rams going to have this in the palm of their hand? Look, I, I'd love to say, and look, I don't have a dog in the fight, right? Like I'm actually not from the Bay area, so I'm not yes. necessarily a Niners fan. I've lived here for 10 years. So I, of course I root for them. Yeah. I, I like the city and I want, you know, people in the city generally, <laughs> generally to be pretty happy uh, when the Niners are winning. So that's always a win. I, I don't, I get it. It's in Santa Clara. There's a lot of emphasis as to on the Niners season. Like this is, this is huge. They're a three and five football team. That's had some struggles, had the golden opportunity last week, as we discussed, I don't see how they get this game, though. I, I mean, the Rams right now, kudos to that front office. They are going for acquisition of uh, OBJ, acquisition of Von Miller. I, there's a lot of teams that don't handle things like the Rams have handled them. So I, I look at this and say, this is an opportunity in a divisional game to flex 
against an opponent that let's be honest, man, I think a lot of us felt like the Niners were going to be in the mix for not only a deep run of the playoffs, but to get back to a Super Bowl. Not only does that not look like it's on the table, but now you're looking at a team that's in second place in that division in the Rams who just continues to, to, I won't even say reload because they're not down. I mean, they're a seven win football team, right? At this point, they're seven and two and they just keep acquiring other pieces. I, I, I don't see it happening. And by the way, still surprised that Tennessee was able to get that win. And I think for as much as we talk about the Cardinals and the success that that organization has had, Tennessee and the job that they've done this season, absolutely remarkable. I, I know people talk about Kingsbury for coach of the year. If the path continues for Mike Rabel, I, I can't imagine someone else yeah. being called coach of the year. Yeah, because the division's already locked up. It's just kind of the conference now because they took down the Colts twice. Yeah. So it's yeah, but it's phenomenal what they've been doing. And I think Tannehill, Tannehill's just coming out of it. He's been incredible. And this, so I have a question. Are you a Jets or a Giants guy? So I'm a weird count. So I grew up in northern New Jersey. I'm a Giants fan, but I'm also a Mets fan. And that's like not the normal combination. No. I don't know if yeah, how familiar you are. It's so Jets, in, Jets, Mets, or Jets, Mets, uh, yeah. yeah, Giants, Yankees. Yeah. And so it just kind of, I don't know, I don't. Well, I do know how it happened. Like, you know, part of my family, they were big Giants fans. And so I just became a Giants fan. Uh, most of those fans are also Yankee fans. But my mom, who wasn't into football, was a huge Mets fan. So I became a Mets fan and then just followed the rest of my family with the Giants. So it's a very odd uh, family parties. There's a yeah. lot of trash talk. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to do much talking for pretty much my entire life as a Mets fan. Beat the Raiders. Beat um, the Raiders. So you got that for Thanksgiving. Uh, well, at, at least for the, the Giants perspective. Yeah. I'll, let's, yeah, that's, that's another... That's another train yeah. going down the tracks yeah. of, uh, but I, look, you had me on as a guest. I don't want to have to owe you a Kobe to talk about some of the struggles that <laughs> no. my team men have had. So but, well, I want to ask you about the jets because yeah. obviously they take Zach Wilson second overall. Hasn't seen anything. And this no name guys would bounce around the league comes on, lights it up, takes down the Bengals. gets obviously gets hurt against the Colts. He's going to start this week against Buffalo's on a slide. And I saw some quote today that he said that he thought he should have been the first pick. This dude's confidence is sky oh, high. Swag. And it's, it is, are you concerned about Zach Wilson? Cause it looks like Mike white, obviously not a very small sample size, but if he beats Buffalo, Zach Wilson's not planning it this year. Yeah, how wild is this? And how about, do you read this, this, the way I read it, and maybe I'm just completely off base because I'm not in New York anymore, and I have some family members. When when Zach got hurt and Mike comes in and plays the way that he did, you can imagine this thing is is going off. And I got some family members saying, like, are you nuts? Like, this guy's got to be the starter. I'm like, guys, pump the brakes. Here we go. Yeah. One game. It is what it is. Let's relax. But you're right. Like, there's a moxie. There's a swag that's there. The fact that Robert Sala hasn't been – necessarily like on record all oh, like this is act like we haven't really heard like that definitive case just yet so to me that's a little surprising and there's also a part of me Zach, and like i you tell me if you read this this way but if like if let's say mike white wasn't playing well i there's a part of me that thinks like zach would be out there this week yeah. and i think that's the concern that i have because then you go into no man's land like you're almost it's a win. If let's say Mike White plays well, it's like, oh, smack, like we got a dude, right? And we got a win. And against the yeah. Buffalo team that obviously has had, um, you know, some struggles as of late and trying to figure out some of the issues they've had offensively. But how about that, right? Like they go and win this game with Mike White. Like to your point, how do you go back to Zach Wilson at that? I don't uh -huh. know how you do that. But at the same time, if he doesn't play well and they lose this game, it's like, oh, okay. Like, hey, Zach's job, Zach's been our guy, you know? So it's, 
there's a double-edged sword here that I think is going to be a really tough balancing act for this organization, depending on the result of this game. It gets complicated real fast if Mike White balls out and they beat the yeah. Buffalo Bills. Because apparently the locker room, want they don't care where you drafted. They want the best option. No. And apparently they're pulling for White. So I know it was a small sample size in the, in the Colts game, but he looked great. And, and then they put Josh Johnson in, Washington football team legend, who won a game that hurt us in the draft standings a couple of years ago when we weren't going to the playoffs in like week 15. Josh Johnson had more yards in three and a half quarters than Wilson's had all year. I, so that's that's the issue, right? I mean, that's why I was saying, like, were you surprised about Colt McCoy? It's like, no, man, I want to back up to Colt, the backup. Colt gets one good game a year. He gets one yeah. good game a year. No, for sure, right? But, like, that's what worries me. And I like Zach. Um, you know, look, he, he didn't go to a Pac-12 school, and that's, you know, the last, you know, 10 years of my life. I've been watching so many Pac-12 games, but I saw enough of BYU and and what he was able to do with Kalani Sataki, where I'm like, oh, like, this guy's – got a moxie's got the throws um i think we were all enamored by some of the things that he did on his pro day and watching that film i mean my god i saw those clips but this goes back to this idea of like player evaluation and just how tricky it really is for teams there's there's no lock i mean i so great example right like so number three overall pick is the niners nfl network's got me parked outside a levi stadium and when I tell you, Zach, there was like panic around the draft in the Bay Area that the Niners are going to take Mac Jones. I mean, just sheer panic. No one wanted him. I mean, just ridiculous. And I had a conversation just preparing for some of the reports that I had to do. I talked to Matt Liner and I called Matty because obviously, you know, he's, he's watching all these games yeah. from a college football perspective, but he knows Sark really well, who was the OC at Alabama when he was there. And I just, I figured, you know, he might have some new info for me. And the one thing that he said to me was, I think that Mac Jones is more pro ready than everyone in this class. And that includes Trevor Lawrence, his recognition and being able to pick up blitzes and where they're coming from is better than any of the quarterbacks that are going to come out of this class. And yet, look, I trust Matt's eyes, right? Like he did it, did it at a high level in college, was an NFL quarterback for a while. Like he knows what he's seeing out there. And the fact that Mac Jones has had the success that he's had, it's sort of like, it shows you like how many people would have said Mac Jones should have been one, two or three in the draft. No, no one was yeah. saying that. And then here it goes, Zach goes number two overall and he's struggling right now. And uh, I think it might've been Daniel Jeremiah um, from NFL Network who had posted that video. Like everyone was like, like falling in love. I know the one throughout the one throw they kind of did it. I know you're talking about, but yeah, Wilson. like it's so Zach on his pro and just balls out. Yeah. And I think it was DJ who actually posted a tweet of Sam Darnold making yeah, the, the same, same, the same thing in same a game, thing. in an NFL yes. game. And yeah. look, I, Sam's once again, another guy, Pac-12, SC, and I think the world to him. Um, and I hope he gets well soon and, and kind of open the door, obviously for Cam now in Carolina. But to your point, like it is kind of a really cool thing yeah. when you don't always know what's going to happen unless you're the guy that's writing the check for x amount of millions of dollars and put up so much draft equity into one guy to be the reset for your franchise and as of right now it's a tough deal to see how this thing is is playing out but at the end of the day look if mike white's the guy zach and they run in the games like you uh, could trade right, wilson you're, you're not it's not like you're trading rosen yeah. 
It's a small sample size. People still think they can they can get Wilson yeah. going. What has he played? Six games? Yeah. Not yeah. even, probably. So uh, yeah. Well, you mentioned yeah. Josh Rosen, my God. Another guy yeah. who another Pac 12. And I want to ask you about a Pac 12 guy who, whose career is going in an opposite direction as Josh Rosen, Darnold, and Cave on Thibodeau. What, what do you Ooh. think about him uh, coming monster. to the draft this year? Monster, monster. And look, I mean, everyone has talked about the fact that this year, this draft class from a quarterback perspective, not as strong. Thibodeau is going to be one or two um, off the board. I say that now. Everything obviously changes. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've, you know, Penny Sewell was a guy that I thought would be a top three or four pick coming out of Oregon. The Lions obviously get him, and, and I thought he'd end up being with the Bengals. That didn't happen. But the point is, like, things happen, needs yeah. change. I think the one thing that changes in this year's draft compared to others is, generally speaking, when people say this is not a, a strong quarterback class, I think anyone who's watching on Saturdays kind of sees that, right? Like yeah. even the premier teams in the country, I mean, hell Georgia looks like they're one or two guys on their defense from being like an NFL defense, right? Like yeah. they have that much talent. On it could be Washington. <laughs> Sound like a little better. Uh, Washington. Washington's Wash, Tom Brady's not going to have Antonio Brown or Gronk on Sunday. And yeah. I still think they win by at least two touchdowns. Yeah. What's going on with their defense? Washington, I don't know. I don't think Jack Del Rio knows what he's doing. Um, Chase Young, I don't know what the hell's going on with what him. There, I don't know. I it's it's interesting. My yeah, my hot my, my hot take from the beginning of the season. I don't know if it's true or not. Is I don't think Chase Young is vaccinated, and obviously Rivera is coming off cancer. So I don't know if maybe Rivera's staying away from him because he doesn't want to be close contact of somebody who's not mm. immunized. That's just my something I thought of. I don't know if it's true, but Chase Young's got a sack and a half, and they were talking about breaking the combined sack record with him and Sweat. And the season's basically over because they're, what, two and six, two and seven. They've got Tampa. They've got um, Cam next week. And Cam's somehow going to beat Rivera. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But with, but with Thibodeau, does he, does he remind you of anybody? Because obviously the last top pass rusher to go in the top two was Chase Young. Seeing some people comparing it to him to the Bosa brothers. Yeah, I, I don't see necessarily the Bosa connection as much. I have heard that one out there. It's good. It's actually a good call. Like, I haven't really thought about a comp for him. I Because he's so damn unique. If maybe I'm like, a, you know, and I've seen Bosa just being, you know, at, at Levi's a couple times. Like, he physically just looks like a very different human being. Um, I've used the phrase, like, Greek god out there. That kind of applies for him in that frame. Kevin doesn't have that type of frame that's out there, but just his ability to even drop back in the coverage. Like we've seen some of that. He's so much of a damn disruptor on, on the field. Um, and it just becomes, it, it just wreaks havoc. I mean, you know, a lot of times we talk about, um, you like pigeonhole a guy onto a certain spot on the football field and he's like designated because of his position, right? Like back in the day in basketball, you don't have to worry about being a point guard or a shooting guard. Like you were a guard, right? And like, I think in the NFL, a lot of times you talk about DNs and guys that could drop back and cover, you know, like he is really in the secondary, like I'm, um, Adams comes to mind um, in Seattle, right? Like we talk about him all the time, just being like a disruptor on the defensive side and just being a playmaker. Sometimes you get burned every once in a while, but generally speaking, you're so much of a disruptor on that side. Like you're, we're going to net out on more positive plays than negative ones. I think Kayvon to me is that type of mentality where no matter where he lines up on the football field, like he's going to make plays. I've seen him in some games um, where you know, he's the guy that is going to be able to, you know, grab a sack on one, one play, a couple of plays later, there's a force fumble. A couple of plays later, he's a guy that's just be able to drop back and like tip a pass. I mean, he's just freakishly athletic like that. Um, some team is going to score an absolute gem with him. 
Yeah. If he goes to Detroit, they're they're building something because they don't have much right now. It looks like they're going to be a if not and, him or Houston. Uh, yeah. So. And look, Detroit's also drafted a bunch of Pac-12 guys recently. Like a bunch of those yeah. dudes from from that league has have been there. Yeah. They only got a quarterback, a Goff, and and uh, uh, Jamar Jefferson running back out of Oregon State. Like they've they've kind of dipped into that. Well, I'm in Ross St. Brown, another guy. So yeah. Um, I, 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 you know me, man. Like I've, I followed the damn league for as long as I have. I still work for Sirius XM on Pac-12 radio. So I'm still keeping tabs and paying attention, but it is, uh, it's really cool to see some of the success of these guys. And, you know, I mean, you have relationships with guys, yeah. you know, um, around the league, you just, you start rooting for, for, yeah. for players and individuals as opposed to teams. That's why like, I'm a Giants fan, but at yeah. the end of the day, like, I got enough guys around around the league. I'm like, Oh yeah. For that guy, you know, yeah. like Taylor rap it with the Rams cover for the Rams. Cause I want Taylor yeah. to do well, you know, just yeah. how it is. Definitely. And before I let you go, I know you yeah. had a new podcast with uh, Aditi. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun, man. I appreciate you asking about it. NFL explained is the new podcast. It is uh, a show that I think any football fan um, will be, you'll learn something from it. It's just like, we're diving into topics that, you don't always think about, and you probably don't know the answer to, and you don't necessarily know who to ask. Like we've done one episode on the history of Monday night football and like why games are played on a Monday night, um, how your team actually got their nickname and the history behind all the teams in the league uh, goalposts. Like you see them on the field. And I think most of us give no thought to the dimensions or why is it look like the slingshot? Cause it didn't always look like the yeah. slingshot. Why is it actually where it is on the field? Because it used to be, you know, basically on the goal line. So all of this stuff, that's just kind of crazy and wacky, the diet for players, so we're having a blast doing it. Um, I, I really hope people are just kind of enjoying it. And it's, it's one of those shows Zach. like, you could just pick it up during the season after the yeah. season, you can go back to it's evergreen. Um, it doesn't, it's not, yeah, so yeah, it's just one it's one of those deals we're just having fun and just trying to educate an audience of diehard fans that might yeah. not know about some of this stuff i mean hell like sometimes we throw out a topic and we're like well i, I don't i don't know the answer to it uh, we got a cool one that's coming up actually um does icing the kicker work like i'm like i've oh, heard for some cool. more like, morton anderson i said did it does it work for some kickers i said yes I said, does it work for you he says you can't ice ice so apparently it's some guy <laughs> some guys that doesn't work for so i uh, love it i love it whatever blew it the guy washington had then cut a week yeah. later it worked on him so Yo, yeah, you know what's but, crazy too because we saw justin tucker um the other night miss he, miss, he uh, missed one last night on. and i'm yeah, like yeah. how does that happen like and actually tucker came on the 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 goalpost episode oh cool and we started getting into, and like, I actually said, we need to do an episode on this, but like the art of the kick and yeah. like his preparation before every single kick and like, like the markers that he has yeah. uh, in pregame in the field, in the stands, like, it's really fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, just some of the things that you don't think about around the game. No, yeah, definitely. The special teams is just a wild thing on the team. You could probably do a whole series on special teams, oh, yeah. but do appreciate you take them. I know you have a hard out. So one. Yeah. Yeah. No, appreciate it, man. We got uh, a little more NFL network duties. Uh, yeah. Dude, man, it's good to see you. I'm glad Absolutely. you're doing well. Wish you nothing but success, man. Always appreciate the invite. Absolutely. And we gotta, we gotta not wait as long. That's probably yeah, mostly on me, but I'm um, happy to hop on whenever. Uh, Absolutely. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. you taking time. Can't wait for the games this weekend. There's no Josh Allen, Josh Allen disrupting everything. So hopefully, maybe <laughs> hopefully the underdogs don't go ten and four this week, and hopefully we can actually see some some big wins. So we got we got a couple oh, good it's Green Bay and Seattle. I'm yeah. hoping it's not a stinker. So, but yeah. appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely, man. Thanks. Man. <laughs>